Coming up on today's federal newscast, agencies get directions from the White House on complying with recent legislation. The IRS gets the much-needed authority to quickly hire tech personnel again. And the General Services Administration celebrates its 70th birthday. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's edition of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies will need to show their evidence-based decision-making skills in their fiscal 2021 budget requests. The Office of Management and Budget and its circular A11 update has tasked agencies with outlining the progress they've made in implementing the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act, which was signed into law last January. Agencies must provide OMB with updates on how they've developed enterprise-wide learning agendas and annual evaluation plans. Improving customer experience in government under the president's management agenda is also a new goal in OMB's A11 update. The memo calls on high-impact service providers to submit annual customer experience self-assessments to OMB by January 31st. Those agencies must also show how they'll improve their customer experience by March 31st. OMB throws a small twist into the annual IT budget guidance. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. Agency chief information officers must evaluate every major IT investment to determine the level of risk the program faces. This is one of several changes the Office of Management and Budget included in its 2021 IT budget guidance released late last week. OMB says CIOs must review factors such as contractor oversight, human capital, and requirements management. Then they must rate the investment on a scale of 1 to 5 and explain the final risk assessment. Additionally, agencies must now rate the risks and develop a mitigation plan for an IT project that is in the business case stage. I'm Jason Miller. President Donald Trump signs the Taxpayer First Act into law. It will allow the IRS to once again expedite hiring for tech leadership positions. Under this critical pay authority, the IRS can make up to 40 hires for four-year stints at the agency. It hired 168 people between 1994 and 2013 before Congress let it lapse. The General Services Administration marked 70 years as a federal agency yesterday. President Harry Truman created GSA in 1949 to have one agency to help the government avoid duplication, excess cost, and confusion of buying supplies and providing office space. GSA now has 11 regional offices and manages more than 370 million square feet of workspace. It also oversees more than $65 billion a year in acquisitions. There are growing concerns the federally funded research and development centers are suffering from scope creep. The Professional Services Council tells Senate Appropriations Defense Subcommittee lawmakers more and more FFRDCs are moving into the professional services sector and taking competitive business away from for-profit companies. PSC asked the committee to add language to the 2020 defense spending bill to rein in FFRDCs. The Defense Department is conducting some revolutionary research in space. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. The Air Force Research Laboratory successfully sent 24 experimental satellites into space last week. Part of the mission is the laboratory's demonstration and science experiment spacecraft. The flight experiment will conduct new research to advance the Defense Department's understanding of the processes governing the Van Allen radiation belts and their effect on spacecraft. Another spacecraft sent up in the same rocket will demonstrate the newly developed energetic, non-toxic propellant. The fuel performs at a rate 50% higher than hydrazine, which classic rocket fuel is made of. 
I'm Scott Massioni. The Air Force is reducing the amount of time special duty airmen and instructors have to be on tours of duty from four years to three years. Airmen already serving in one of those positions have 30 days to accept a shortened tour or to continue their four-year tour. The Air Force says it's changing the length to address retention and burnout issues. A former chief strategy officer with the U.S. Agency for Global Media has pled guilty to stealing more than $40,000 in government money. The Justice Department says Haroon Ullah admitted he obtained the funds by submitting falsified hotel invoices and inflated taxi and Uber receipts. He also created a falsified letter from a medical doctor claiming he needed to fly in business class at the government's expense because of a sore knee. Ullah faces a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison when sentenced on October 11th. A strained U.S. Customs and Border Protection reacts to a published account tying its agents to a private Facebook group. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. A ProPublica story detailed the group, which it reported having more than 9,000 current and former agents and members' graphic and offensive postings. CBP issued two statements. Matthew Klein, Assistant Commissioner for the Office of Professional Responsibility, said he referred the matter to the DHS Inspector General. Carla Provost, the Border Patrol Chief, said employees violating standards of conduct will be held accountable. I'm Tom Temin. New legislation in the House and Senate takes aim at fake audio and videos. The Deep Fakes Report Act tasks the Homeland Security Secretary with producing an annual report on the state of digital content forgery or deep fake technology. DHS would also need to assess the technology used to generate deep fakes and how to counter it. Deepfakes are digital manipulations that look and sound like the real thing. Lawmakers are worried they pose a serious threat to national security and the integrity of elections. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 